All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. You're listening to Oilers Nation Radio, presented by The Nation Network. Subscribe for free on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Oilers Nation Radio. It's a Friday episode. I thought we were going to be celebrating today. But instead, we're talking about another loss. The annoying part is that I don't think the Oilers played poorly last night. Well, I wouldn't say they were great, but I wouldn't say they were poor. But we're still talking about a loss anyway. That's where we're going to dive into it. We're going to get started with a delicious debate for our friends at Wendy's. But first, I want to tell you about the Wendy's Daily Face-Off Survivor Pool. I think I got knocked out yesterday. I didn't look. I had a Connor point. He didn't get a point last night, did he? No, I, I got knocked out too. I had the Red Wings over 28 and a half shots. They only got 22, so I'm done for this week. But the nice part about the Wendy's Survivor Pool game, BM, Monday it restarts. You have another new chance to try win some prizes from Wendy's. Wendy's is letting you win real food with your fantasy teams this year. And uh, along with Daily Faceoff, we partnered up on the Daily Faceoff Wendy's Survivor Game. For those of you who smoke the competition, Wendy's is rewarding you with weekly prizes that will have you sh- uh, savoring the true taste of victory. But if your fantasy team doesn't deliver, doesn't deliver you that W, you get a new Wendy's bacon barbecue or barbecue bacon cheeseburger. Man, I can't read. Delivered to your door instead. So you don't have to show anyone your very real tears. And <laughs> you lose, you cry. I get it. Sign up to play Wendy's Daily Faceoff Survivor today and win weekly prizes like the new barbecue bacon cheeseburger, which is delicious, I might add. I think I might grab myself a couple of those on the way home. It's been a long week. Got to mm. treat myself. Mm. Now available for a limited time only, the barbecue bacon cheeseburger. Go to Daily Phase Off. The link is right there at the top of the page. It is super easy to get to. The link for the game itself is dailyfaceoffsurvivor.com. Go play. Get a chance to win some prizes. Win some food. You could win some cash. 
All thanks to our friends at Wendy's. We kick off with the delicious debate as we always do. Tyler, what is going on? The delicious debate for today brought to you by Wendy's was last night's loss more bad luck or bad play? Uh, I mean, bad luck to me. I mean, there was mistakes that ended up in the back of the net. That's annoying. I think about the one goal specifically. Nuge, chance to tuck into an open net. How's the score? Has to score there. Does not. Cody Cece, rough pinch at the blue line. Really tough pinch at the blue line. The Dallas Stars go down the other way. Stu, you'd like to see him make a save there. Ultimately, I can't really hang a, you know, it's Matt DeShane. It's not like it's some schlub that's never scored before. I think that's a stoppable shot. It has to go in the net. You need to score. I know. So I've been thinking about this for a while. We need to like equate mistakes in the defensive zone and mistakes in the offensive zone to the same. To me, Especially see, when they're when they're about to result in a goal. To me, I saw three mistakes on that play. Yep, that one Nuge, is huge. Yep, CC Skinner. Yeah, see, without Nuge's, then the CC and Skinner. But Nuge's is the one where I equate it more to bad luck than the other two. Like CC yeah. bonehead it play. It needs to go in the net. You're you're you're. Hundred We're an offensive team. We're supposed to score goals. When we don't score the goals, and it comes back the other way and, and goes in the net, we're supposed to score goals. But That's then I could also counter is. that if CC doesn't make a bad pinch there, we're not talking. He can about still a goal get around him though. Yeah, but, but no, it's Matt to Shane. Like he's a pylon. It's not. That's not fifty goal scorer. Jason no, I, 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 I'm just looking at this, going, you know what? We we're not scoring. If we're losing seven six, then I get it. But we're not scoring. We didn't have anything till Sam put two in. Well, that's we haven't been able to do anything all year offensively. That's a different problem. We're going to talk about it. That is the problem. Off. That's the problem this year. I, I do agree with that, but there's also just a part of me that like we've watched the sport long enough where. Like eventually those pucks start going in for you. I sure hope so. But we're two, six and one right now. We They're said getting that PDO'd after- like crazy. If you subscribe to underlying numbers. Well, I, I think that shooting percentage is three points lower than it has been for the last three years. Save percentage also significantly lower than it has been getting PDO'd like crazy. Yeah, this is terrible right now. I think that we allowed the last night for me, we allowed the Dallas stars to bend, not break. And the Oilers can't do that. They can't continue to do that. It felt like to me an Edmonton Oilers versus 90 or versus Dallas stars game from 97, but the roles were reversed. That Dallas stars team would just keep coming at you, coming at you. And, and Edmonton was just kind of holding on, holding on. And then the puck would squirt loose and the speedy pesky Oilers would run down the other end and score a goal. And we won games that way. And the Dallas stars won a game that way last to, night. To, to touch on what Rick team. said of lack of goal scoring, what's driving me crazy right now with this team is that they're trying to be cute. You saw in the third period, Sam Gagne scored two of the greasiest goals of the season. Yeah. And you know what? They count just as much as the pretty ones. And why the rest of the team isn't looking at like what Sam did be like, we need to crash the crease. We need to get into the other areas. Shooting from, they were and shooting a lot more away. last night than they have all year. Ag- agreed. They were shooting a ton, but some of that was score effects and towards back half of the game. Well, they, they mentioned it during the game that, that Woody was talking about more putting pucks on net and become more of a shooting team. They had something need like 50 to. shot attempts through, through halfway through the game. They finished the game with 98 shot attempts at, at all strengths. So it's not like they weren't shooting. So they also got goalied a little bit. Yep. Well, but you're also shooting that means at 40, bodies there. 48 misses or blocks. Yep. You're shooting at bodies on net. and we're missing the net a lot. That's, uh, that's those three posts. I but guess, they were all missing. Three posts, those don't count. Quote unquote but it was, more, it was more than a two to one clip, which means you yeah. controlled like 60 some percent of that game. Yep. Yeah. So that's why I think there's exactly a lot of it was bad luck. Yeah. We right. are our biggest rivals right now. But there's a lot of it where, man, you saw the goals that did get scored. Yeah. They were all greasy. What happened to our power play? 
Power play is a problem. Connor and Leon both had some ugly plays on the power play. Too. Everybody, the, the Connor, thing looks terrible. We're going to talk about this later some more, but Connor still looks hurt to me. Leon, Leon's going to be fine, but it's very rare to see him with scoring opportunities like he did last night where he doesn't drain at least one of them. So the snake bite on Leon right now is something that he's going to work his way through it. But like right now it is painful. Dude, this feels like 2018 right now. <sighs> We had such a good play, like 2017, coming out of 2017, there was so much high hopes. And you know what? I think, honestly, 2018, Frank came out at the beginning of the season and said the Oilers were his pick to win. Yep. This feels like, uh, right now, as of today, whatever day and time it is right now, it feels like 2018. I disagree. I disagree. I don't know. Like, I just... This team's better than that. team wasn't... I'm with BM. The bottom half of that team fell off. And outside of our center core, it was... There was Who's just the f- nothing there. Like, who was on our defense? It was like Raddy and shit, wasn't like, it? Uh, like they our, got rid of Everly. They got rid of Benoit Pouliot. Yes. They gave up like 80 goals off the roster going into 2018 and didn't replace it with anybody. Alex Chason was our big signing that summer. He, did pop so 20. he probably had a good season that year. Yeah, he, he did. did. He had 22. He did, so I think that... I don't think it's the 2018 because I think they're better. No, it feels like 2018. Whereas I get you. I yeah. get the rosters are different, but we're putting out this... When you look at the, the, the game sheets at the end of the day... They're exactly the same. We're well, not that's why last night I was on, supposed to be fucking winning. Last night I was on After Dark, and I was just like, that game, in a vacuum, in a nutshell, wasn't that bad. It's annoying that they yeah. lost, but in the grand scheme of the season, in aggregate, painful. It's, we've, we've had three of those now, because the second Vancouver game was that. Yep. Same. The Winnipeg game was that. It's like, ah, you know, Stu made a mistake, cost you. Like, you won't make that all the time. And then also last game, he drops his stick in the corner. And I'm like, you know what, Stu? Maybe we just don't play the puck for a little bit. Maybe we just ease up. Yeah, you stop with the adventures yeah, a little bit. But they've had three games now where it's like, man, you deserve to win. And you didn't. Is some if of the we got, got five wins right now. It's not nearly the same. As yeah. And so to answer the question, was last name more bad luck or bad play? I stand by it was more bad luck. Bush, really hit, agree Bush hit three points, oh, three posts. Three a three lack posts. of good luck, I'll say that. Well, if the others had okay. didn't have bad luck, they would have no luck right now. Yeah. But- my argument would just be, and you said it, Big Milk, is create your own luck. Sam Gagne went out and created Sam his Gagne own luck. Sam Gagne created his own luck. Yeah. And, yeah. They, and but again, the rest got, of the team didn't. Where they developed plays, they just didn't have that extra step. Could you pick time. out more goals off top of your head? I know it's difficult now with nine games in the books, but more goals like the two Sam scored in the third period. Those were ugly. They were in the crease. He's hacking away. Uh, like the McDavid, don't do that. McDavid on the power play where the puck squirted loose to him and he was wide open. That was where the team was kind of fighting for the puck. But like, yeah, there hasn't been that many. I was against the Jets, I think. But like, yeah, there hasn't been that many battling, you know, grind it out, get the goal greasy. No, I don't want any of that talk anymore. We're at a team where came in. We came into this year supposed to be one of the best teams in the league, if not the best team in the league. Yeah. We came in this year pretty much the leader in terms of winning the cup and we are not playing anything like it right now. We're playing like a team from 2018, but they're playing good. But they're not winning. I know, but it's not been, scoring. I, well, I feel like eight we did, goals in their last two games. I, I feel like you should have two wins. Yeah. I just, I, I watch enough hockey to watch this team, I think, and be like, there's no way this team can do this all year. I'm going to say like, if they play like last night, consistently they're going to win a bunch of games. Yep. Unfortunately though, last night mistakes wound up in the back of the net. Broberg played a better team. So yeah, I get that, but Broberg terrible mistake. Well, I actually interesting. He didn't see the ice for the rest of the night. 
Um, so he made that mistake. I think that Nuge not scoring mistake, Cody Ceci not or pinching at the blue line mistake. Stu should have had that mistake. So those are two right now that just. And then on that power play goal, it was a garbage call on Kane to begin with. That was clear cut game management. Mm -hmm. That was like, ah, shit. Oilers had two power plays. I got to even this. I got to get this thing back to even. And they knocked the goalie's helmet off without really being knocked in the goal. Got no call there either, too. Didn't even blow blow it dead. The ref made Stu put his helmet back on. I mean, we had the puck, so I kind of get that. but. But then the other side is that puck goes to the front of the net. Darnell Nurse probably needs to be a little bit better with just clearing it and doing anything to get it away from danger. But also Stu can jump on that thing. Stu can save that puck. Mm-hmm. It's like barely moving in front of the net. Like, come on. So I, I think there were two goals last night that were stoppable. Both those goals also had clear cut defensive errors happen right in front of them. And both of them also had a third thing. Nuge missing the net or the garbage call on Kane. Like again, like it's just these moments where like bing, 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 a bunch of things work against you and they just can't fight through right now. It's it's mind numbing. But again, We've seen them go on month runs where they don't do shit like that. So I just, I'm, I'm choosing to believe that. Uh, no, I it dig around. it. I mean, that's our, our, our only really option. Yeah. And, and by no means am I jumping off any bandwagon or anything like that right now, but this team is an offensive team. That is, that is what we are. We are supposed to score our way out of issues yep. and we can't score our way through a perfect game behind it. Well, if you look if at we the had Oilers, a perfect game behind it, we're not scoring enough to win those games. If you look at the first 10 games from last year, the Oilers started at seven, two and one, and they were outscoring some really shoddy goaltending and yeah. just defensive play this year. We're not getting the goal scoring to cover up the mistakes. We're not getting goal scoring to like, if, like I said, if we had perfect goaltending and perfect defense, we're not getting enough goal scoring to win these games. Sam Gagne is now in fifth place in team scoring with two goals. I tweeted last night. I choose to take that as a positive. (laughs) I saw that. That's where the (laughs) stack came from. (laughs) Hey, come on. That's a good story. If I'm in front of the team right now and I'm asking them, you know, I'm just kind of trying to frame it is just a question of what, how high do you want the mountain to be that you have to get back on? Because I think that this team is coming back. It's just a question of how steep of a climb is it going to be back maybe to the they, top? Maybe they really want the story to be good. Someone tweeted or commented on the live <laughs> show today. They go, "There was just setting this up for a really good movie." I'm into it. This is just the first act. Yep, it's a really shitty part of the plot. Got it. You got yeah, the tough the, part of the plot. The comeback though defeat, is going to be huh? exhilarating. Gotta do it. it. Fucking better be. I am standing by the take I had the other day. This team will be back at 500 by the time they play the Lightning on November 18th. Mark my words. Would you like so to wear we, shorts? So there's a board out the, outside this room here. Mm-hmm. It has six games on it. Huh. And Wanya was like, look, what if we win five of the next six? That will leave us at 7-7-1. Seven, seven, and one. That's still a fucking terrible record for this team to be in. Yeah, but you're going Nashville tomorrow. You own them. Eat them for breakfast. I guess lunch. It's a one o'clock start. And then you go... Vancouver, do for a win, won't lose they three straight there. One. Ah, do for a win. And then beat us again after that. that ah, they got lucky. <laughs> and then won 10 1 last night. Ah, the Sharks, who you get the game after. Sharks, easy dub. Probably. Yeah. Uh, in theory. <laughs> incoming Don't. Mackenzie Blackwood 58 save oh record God. performance. The, the first win of the, the season. The inverse sure. Scrivens on us. Fuck. Um, but then you get Seattle twice and the Islanders. And I think the Islanders are junk. So. There's six what, games in there. Who Who's the Islanders' best player? Uh, Matt Parzell. Pardon? Ilya Sorokin. Exactly. What can we do right now? Well, we chased UC Soros. It's fair. I just think and that... We the, were ready to trade half the team for him. There's Still no honest. way that the Oilers are going to... Like, especially Connor and Leon. There's no way they're not going to score permanently. Yeah. Those two are too good to be in this slump. 
I agree, but we are where we are, and you can't deny where we are. Yeah, but you also can't ignore what they've done and what they will do. The frustrating part about last night is that, like you said, with Gagne, they finally got goals from outside of 97 and 29. Three and then 97 and 29 don't score one. And it's like, oh, my God. The frustrating thing to me about last night is, yeah, mistakes, all that shit, blah, blah, blah. The power play has been God awful. My fear is we're going to bring 89 in for this season. He's going to have a good year and the team's going to be shit. Don't and say that. Uh, that's my biggest fear. This is the most down I've seen. I know. I can't believe it. I can't believe that we're the that, ones pumping them up here. What does that whiteboard out there say? Two, six, and one. Well, but as a fucking Brit, terrible record, we have the technology. We can change that to literally anything we want it to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just got to erase it. Right, make up a fake a little, record. Put a little one beside that too. Yeah. 10, ten game uh, heater. They're ten right, game back heater, in the right back in this thing. If you see Rick, which is also what I said on the radio, the entire 2018 season when I worked at 1260. Exactly. I, we were always a 10 game and then the 10 game. Heater if we never can came. look at this and see where we are right now and equate it to what we've seen through why 18 though? and before, but we also got a run exactly like this last year. They just had a better start. 29 and 97 were both here in 2018. Last year, same run. They were terrible in that second segment of t- 10 games last year. These they just had a better start. These podcasts. We haven't had a good segment yet. We haven't had a good game yet. Well, that's why it's more frustrating, right? Like yeah. if it was seven, two and one, and then this slide, we'd be sitting here being like, ah, it's a slump. Who cares? Yeah. But this yeah. is the start. Yeah. Yeah. It's, the, it's an opportunity to rebound. I sure as hope we do. How high of the summit do you want to climb? We yeah, like, never should. They're only sixteen summit. points behind Vegas right so, now. Let's go. Last year, from November three, they lost three in a row. Then they won one. And then they rotated for a bit, and then they lost two more. Like they basically had this stretch, but in November. So now you just need to have a good November. Rotated a bit. So how many wins is that? So it was three losses, and then a win, then a loss, then a win, then a loss, then a win, then two more losses. So they had three, three and wins. seven over a 10 game stretch. Same. More the or less one point same. difference than now. When we start putting some wins together, then I'll feel better. I know. I but know. until we do this, is the slight, the slope is only getting steeper. And then they went out in the month of January, lost three in a row, had two more two game losing slides in there. Like, I mean, maybe we should just know better. Like this is a very hot and cold team is kind of what I'm saying. Maybe we should just accept that. Maybe they're just a back half team, Tyler. That too. They hey, March is their month. I can't wait for March. Yep. I can't believe we're talking you off the ledge today. Dude, we've been through this. We've been through this. We've been so through many slides times. like this last year. They end still ended up in second place in the. Pacific. We were never two six and one. We might have gone through a two six and one. We're part. three and seven. Three and seven is the same. Pretty much Was, the same when thing. When you looked one at the point. record book, did it say we were three and seven? Oh, Kenny Holland over here at the guide and yeah, record, guide book. record book. Guy over <laughs> well, I, was Come on. Say, I was gonna say the newspaper, but I figured that was even older. <laughs> but when you open up the Sun on Tuesdays and add the big thing and the big mm-hmm. the big statistics there, yeah. it never said two six and one. We're two six and one. Right? We have two wins in nine games. To start it, the year. It's the year that we're supposed to fucking win everything. We've been here before, Rick. We've never been here before. We've never been here before with this kind of talent. This team has been two, six, and one many, many a time before. I can't even but, I can't even go out there and like speak their talent. Well, obviously it's, it's obvious it's out there till they start fucking doing it though. Rick, you are you yell at us when we criticize Ken Holland for any transaction he makes. It's not true. Yes. That's the ones that you're wrong about. Right. <laughs> and now you've turned around and you're saying that all of the players that Ken no, Holland No, I'm not saying anything about the, the players, any transactions. I'm telling you the team is playing like trash and mm-hmm. if they don't get their fucking head go, going in the right direction right away, the season's going to be slipping away. Okay. We're 10% into the season already. 90% left. Interesting, interesting counterpoint. Counterpoint. Like, I'm definitely not a, we need this many points or that many wins throughout the year to get to there. 
But if they don't, if they don't, like we've been through this. You don't think the if you're not ready, if you don't. Of course I do. I still think we win the Stanley Cup, but if they don't fucking get, they, they don't fix their game. I like how we're talking him off the ledge, but we're also baiting him into further <laughs> going baiting down. Baiting shit. I'm just telling you. Like it's, 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 it's amazing that there's so many people that sit here and go, that's a mistake or that's a mistake or that's a bad goaltender. But you want to sit here and say the team's still fine. The I, team has to fucking get their head on straight before they're fine. I think if they play properly, they're going to be fine. I think that there's certain players that we can point to and say that they are it's the issues. whole team. And then we've also seen certain players come around and, and become the best player on their team and still not seeing the wins yet. So yeah, it's I, I I'm with you, Rick. I, What's weird to me right now is on the offensive side specifically, how many guys are just ice cold all at the same time? All of them. Except Evander Kane. There. All at the same time. Mm-hmm. Holloway, McLeod, Brown, RIP Brown. No points between them. Plenty of good looks. Cannot cash. Yeah, that's terrifying. Sam Gagne, though. But again, I, I go back to Sam Gagne. The goals he scored, he's not flipping shots. He was Dude. in the crease hacking away. If you're Ryan McLeod and Dylan Holloway. That's it. If I'm Jay Woodcroft, I'm talking to Do you want to know what happened guys. last night on After Dark? What? Speaking of Dylan Holloway, there's people in the comments going, Kind of looks like he's being chased by bees, if you know oh, what I no, mean. Oh, no, he's yeah. Not this. No. Yeah. But, okay, dude, I really, really like Ryan McLeod. I think he's a damn good hockey player. But right now, he's just a fast guy. He's just a guy who can skate. Is he getting scored on? Luis? No. Mendoza. That's honestly that. So okay, but, dude, that's fine for four games. At some point, score. You can't. Sure, Rick, sure. you just said, like, Nuge had to put that puck in the net to get the goal to be the defensive play. McLeod has to put pucks in the net so that we don't have to stop as many goals against. McLeod's never done it in his career. He's got 11 goals in but 50 games need- last year. That's a goal every five games. But, okay, then. He's on so pace for 18 last year. So we should jettison him into the sun, then. He can't score goals. For this team. I never said that. I don't know. Like, it's just, when did we I need say that? that? We need that out of our bottom six. See, I'm not, guys. I'm not even picking up players right now. I'm telling you the Edmonton Oilers as a whole mm-hmm. need to be better. A lot fucking better. Yeah. I just, I can look down the roster and I can say most of the players have to be better. All of the players have to be better. The thing is though, like we do need some more depth coming in. Like if you look at the top of the Oilers scoring leaders right now, it's the names you expect. They're all the ones up there. Uh, do they, have they produced enough? No, by no, uh, that's not what I'm saying here. No, I didn't get what you're saying. But like down the lineup, there's still, you know, six guys without a point. Five of them are forwards. Yeah. Not so a 70, single point. 73 is outscoring. 73 is outscoring guys that players. we need to score goals. Yeah. Vinny popped up in that rush yesterday. Looked like a second coming of goddamn Bobby Orr, man. He did, uh, he did it two, two, two or three games ago, too. He came up the left side, dropped a little give and go at the blue line, and went and hung out in front of the net. Damn near scored that way. The big man's feeling it. Oh, buddy. But what I'm saying is, Adam Ernie, if you're being recalled in favor of Connor Brown, which it sounds like based on if you listen to Oilers now. No, I saw I showed him a tweet that Mattis, that Jim Matheson said it's going to be. Was it the right Jim? I try not to follow the other one. I couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> I I'm gonna I'll side with Bob over Jim. Unfortunately, what did Jim say though? Jim said he thinks it's Lavoie, but I think Jim was just guessing. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, to be fair, I think that too. Probably. Yeah, I know. There's now Bob thinks it's Adam Ernie. Fuck. So Gagne is in the top six That's right now. Sent. I really really like the trio of Sam Gagne, Ryan Nugent Hopkins, and Evander Kane. They were buzzing, dude. Kane and Gagne, they are going to work hard. Vander Kane was awesome last night. Vander Kane was the best forward by a sizable margin. I think Gagne is going to drive Kane somehow. I like that. But like having those two guys in the third period crashing the crease, hacking, 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 both of them together. 
That's how you score goals when you can't score. You got to put your workman hat on, get greasy, and go fucking get ugly goals. I didn't look at the game log yet to confirm this. Sam Gagne definitely led the team in hits last night. I'll, I'll look for you just while you're vamping. Like, he he was in on the forecheck, banging bodies, going hard to the net, and again, like, if Sam Gagne can do it, why can the guys on this team who are 12 years younger than him also not do it? That's what Like, do you want me. to be an NHLer? That's what frustrates me. Ah, oh, it's annoying, man. It's so they annoying. They should not need... A Sam Gagne to come in and play that. I love to see it. Don't get me wrong. And it's definitely good for the team. They should not need that in order to fucking feed themselves. to get. Were were you at the game last night? I was not. The crowd. I don't know how much it came on over the broadcast. At least my section was chanting with five, six minutes ago. We want Gagne. I could hear hear the Gagne. After he scored. They, it was the next TV timeout. They announced the goal and the crowd gave him an ovation. And then they put the camera on him on the bench and you could tell like crowd gets real loud and he kind of like looks up and sees himself. And he, you could, he's like fighting back a smirk <laughs> as hard as he possibly could bite the inside of his cheek. You see blood mm-hmm. coming out. Yeah, I want to do like, a whole thing on Sam though, okay, just yeah, but to answer your question. Uh, Kane led the team in hits last night with four. Uh, I guess nurse also had four. And then Sam was next up with three. I think he had more than three hits last night. He was buzzing, man. I, I just, I loved oh, watching that guy. 13 play. minutes of ice time too. Yeah. And he almost but set up were, Holloway for that goal. Effective 13 minutes. So. Very effective. Like Holloway put him in first shift alone. Put him in first shift. And then there was the play when they were out there on the second unit of a power play or bottom of the circle. He just wound up for a clapper and it was a perfect pad pass right to oh, Ryan McLeod. Oh, yeah, and but that's PB2. again, that goes to what I'm talking about. It was a simple play. Yep. It's not trying to, Rip one across the ice and try and feed Leon because I feel like with the first power play unit right now, they've got one pitch and it's great. It's well, a fantastic pitch too because they've been they've been throwing back but to Bouchard. Now they're just overloading Bouchard. Like, why does he have to shoot the puck eight six feet high every time? Why can't it be along the ice like Sam's was? Bounce off the goalie's pads, kick out in front like that yep. doesn't happen. Well, he's got now get if he it. hammers one in top net or top of the instead of hitting the post. Obviously, we're gonna Mid-shin enjoy it. Mid-shin level because you got to get over those damn feet. Mm. I'm all good with that too. Yeah, but like, man, he rips the mirror high all the time from back there. Boris Mirnov. Same with the same goes up again on the first unit power play. Nuge on the other side on his strong side, he's not getting the puck, and when he does have the puck, he's not ripping those low wristers cross uh, cross crease either. There's a lot of shit going weird on the power play right now. But to answer the delicious debate for our friends at Wendy's, was it bad luck or was it poor play? If I had to assign percentage last night, 75% bad luck, 25% poor play. That's fair. I'm going to, I would agree with that. I'll I'll go a little bit closer to poor play just because I feel like the Oilers were better than than what they showed. I guess if I'm going to follow Dan's logic here. The mistakes are just yep. so fucked. Yeah, Dallas is a good team. They made they Dallas made the best, they made the best of our but, mistakes. But being pounced on do. like that three and four times in a game. But that's is what crazy. they do. That's the yeah. whole game is built on is but on the is on the transition game. They're How's very the effective at turning that? the puck around the other way and just going on offense from defense. They're really really good at it. But the Oilers, like fuck, man. I don't want to harp on Broberg, but that mistake was so bad. He passed up two three quality options to do a little backhanded flub dunk that goes into their own net like that ain't gonna win you any minutes and he's clearly sad he played just over five yeah that was not good and then he got sent down well did he get sent down today yes Roby yeah yeah I got loaned to the Condors that one there is logic behind that it probably I want to hear from you Owen radio podcast let us know if our friends at Wendy's bad luck poor play bad luck poor play 
Now we're going to go to the opposite end of the ledger. I want to. I want you guys to think who delivered last night for the Edmonton Oilers for our friends at DoorDash. It's simple. For a limited time, our listeners can get 25% off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter the code NATION25. That's 25% off your order, up to $10 value, and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and use the code NATION25. One more time, Nation 25 will get you 25% off your first order with DoorDash. Offer valid in Canada, subject to change. Terms do apply. Let's start with my friend Nation Dan down at the end of the row here. If you're looking at the Oilers last night and you're thinking about who delivered for our friends at DoorDash, who comes to mind? Well, I'm going to steal the obvious answer. I think it's going to be a few people's answers, to be honest, just because it's uh, the guy that came in and did exactly what... We asked of him, injected a little bit of emotion and spirit into this team and hopefully showed a few guys that if you work a little bit harder, you can deliver yourself a few goals. And it's Sam Gagne. Gets my delivery. Tyler, next up for DoorDash, who delivered? I'll take another easy one here. It's Vander Kane. Um, I've done this now on a couple of shows, but like a lot of players on the Oilers, their absolute best and then like their absolute worst, their worst slumps. They're not like that crazy far apart. A Vander Kane is like superstar fourth liner and never really anywhere in the middle. He's either the hottest player out there, like legit engine driving forward who can produce offense, get on his skin to the other team, hit a million guys and score sweet goals, or he is just dead weight. And right now he is on the good end of that spectrum and I'm loving it. Uh, I will also jump in for DoorDash. Uh, it's Vander Kane for me. Since he got bumped down to the third line against Winnipeg, that was on the 21st of October, he has got seven points in the four games since. That message clearly sunk or whatever. Like, I know we were all mad. He was complaining about his ice time, Scott Oak. Just part of the process, I apparently, because he is back. Vander Kane is back. He delivered for me. You're welcome, DoorDash. Rick, who you got? Outside of those two, I think it'd be... Tyler just mentioned it's the crowd, though. After those two goals by Sam, it's a good one. I think that's a that's a nice warm uh, homecoming for Sam. The loudest Edmonton has been. One of the worst parts about last night to me was that they couldn't complete the comeback and have it the Sam Gagne comeback game story. It would have been amazing, dude. If that game would have gotten to a shootout, oh. I, I there was a little part of me that wondered if. I would have maybe put him out instead of like Hyman in the in the last minute there too, just to. So Woodcroft talked about that, that. Yeah. but if if you go look at the shift chart, like one, I don't blame Woody for yeah. no no going yeah. with his boys yeah. there, right? Like that's your crew that you always yeah. send out. Um, but also they went out there and they dominated the stars, mm-hmm. and there was never a whistle. Yeah. So Woodcroft did say after the game that Gagne was his next man up to go back out over the boards. Crowd was chanting "We want Gagne," but he never got a stoppage. So like on one hand. You know, no, I don't even get it. Like I saw, I saw a bunch of mainstream media guys being like, why was Gagne on the bench? Okay. With two and a half minutes to go, you put your best, most skilled players out there and they dominated Dallas didn't Dallas got the puck out once. Mm -hmm. And then the second time, I guess when they ended the game, they did everything they needed to do. It wasn't the wrong call to not have Sam Gagne. Listen, I love the story and all that, but like, come on people. I felt like that was just such a hindsighty cheap shot from some. Well, I mean like every day, or every game post game, the next day I write an article called three key things at OilersNation.com. Mm-hmm. The comments are just all on Woody right now. Everything going wrong is his fault. 
Yet he is not the one who is not scoring. Yeah. Stupid. It's the easy answer. Yeah. And Always is the easy answer in this market. Yeah. It's like that in like every sport too. Like I think about covering the Jays this last season. Everything was John Schneider's fault. Every coaching change, every time a reliever gave up a home run, it was Schneider's fault. But the tough part when we kind of break down coaches and all that kind of stuff and managers is we never want to give them credit for the stuff that works. Right. Like he put Kane and Gagne together in the third period and got two goals. That's on the players, not the coach. Right. And then yeah, when I totally go the players, those nope, trios, those trios just ended up on the players, not that's on the coach, not the players. Yeah. yeah I just got you out for the end of the they game. They went up that's and they the pulled coach. one of those numbers. Like when you're at the Italian center waiting for delicious <laughs> deli meat. Oh, it. And all it said was Nuge, Gagne, Kane. And they're like, all right, we're in. Like, right. Like it's one of those things where it's so easy to pile on the coach, but like, and people, myself included at times have always torched the Woody's blender. He always goes to the blender. He always goes to the blender. Sometimes it actually does work. And last night the blender worked perfectly. So, but then when he, when, yeah, when he doesn't go to the blender, well, you got to change things up. You got to yeah. make things where he changes it up. He's still not happy. Can't please everyone is what I've learned recently. Learned Why? What happened? <laughs> oh, look at my Twitter mentions. Bro. <laughs> One dude tweeted me and was like, he tagged with his nation too. So you probably find it. And he was like, you need to fire this guy. I'm so sick of him. So I liked it. Fire you. Yeah. We're actually, we're going to talk to you about it. Yeah. I was. Like, <laughs> it's like I hate thing. to do this in the middle of the yeah. podcast. So but, Liam's not here. So someone had to do this stuff, right? Yeah. yeah. So he tweets me and as soon as like, we're done, you're out of here. Or this dude. nation should fire you. And all I did, I love just liking the tweet. Cause like it's hilarious. And then he tweets me again and is like, you little bitch, just liking my tweet, be a man. Then he DMs me, calls me every name in the book and then blocks me. Smart. The DMing with the every name in the book what is a the real manly man. Yeah. That's like you got me, bro. <laughs> Cause yeah, he sent me the other one. You just like my tweet, you little bitch. I liked it again. <laughs> <laughs> what else are you going to do? That was great. Yeah, that's the, my approach too. I'm not going to argue with people on the internet. Totally yeah. natural. Oh, but like, again, one, I know it's a two, six and one start, but like they played good last night and people were just like ready to do. I had Colby Cohen on my show, NHL analyst. He was like, you know what? Time to trade dry saddle. It's like, Holy shit. That's Did he really? Oh yeah. He believes it. Does he John, actually watch hockey? John Bucci Gross from ESPN also tweeted it last night. He was like, if you're the Oilers, would you trade dry saddle for Matthew Patois, the guy in, or I've never no, even Patois. heard of this person. Uh, Jer or Linus Allmark, a Definitely first no. Fabian no. Lysel. And then it was like Matt Grizzly. Oh, uh, yeah. The old nine player for yeah. one player trade. Those happen all the time. Worked out. Oh, Oilers had the Boston whole. Yeah. Joe Thornton. Worked great. out with Calgary and Matt Kachuk, hey? I can't believe this is where we're at. I know. It's so funny, bro. But it, but I mean, like, at the same time, you can because the media came out, said we were going to win the championship. I want to go year. like them, too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Rick just liked them. It's so funny. <laughs> Media Sorry, came ahead, out, man. said we're going to win a championship. We come out with a slow start and the world is on fire. Uh, you know, I mean, there's other, there's other cup champion favorites that aren't doing great, but we're not talking necessarily about them the same way. So that's because this isn't other cup championship favorite country nation. That's fair. Yeah. Nation. That's fair. That'd be a it's mouthful to get there, there. Mouthful of a brand, but I'm still trying to convince bag milk to open it. We'll see. Listen, I'm I'm well, busy Tyler filling out uh, Tyler's exit paperwork. Here. <laughs> I could use the time off, you know. Avoid the grind permanently. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna. Don't worry. Ready for the baseball season. I can't even find this guy, so I'm 
that makes me think that he probably has me blocked. He actually might have you blocked, dude. <laughs> just considering I was gone. But, oh man, it's just it's so hard right now because I mean I was venting about this before the show, but like you go have a hard take on something and oh, no, people are like people are like, oh, you're talking down to the fan base, and it's like I I sat in the stands, I had five beers during the game last night, and right. I wore a Ryan Nugent Hopkins jersey. Like I am a fan. I'm not mm-hmm. talking down to anyone here. Okay. No, just because you're a you fan. know what I mean. Well, this guy, you're... somebody can afford five yeah, beers. Wow. <laughs> I drank iced tea yesterday because I can't afford it. And just just because you're a fan and you're interacting with Oilers Nation doesn't mean you have a stupid ass take. You should be called off your stupid ass take. I spend my night digging in the garbage, well, finishing people's empty beers. Like <laughs> the whole, the whole not being taken task for your takes. Do people realize what we get? Like what we do for a living? Tyler gets taken to task every day, every day. But it's takes. also like the whole point like, of Twitter is to like debate hockey the, takes. It's a conversation. I know. And it's like, Oh, you disagree with someone. And they're like, but then there's also the funny thing too, where you don't acknowledge somebody arguing with you. And then they just get mad at you for not acknowledging that they hate you. Yeah. Weird space. Well, people Weird feeling space. unheard is also upsetting to them. Uh-huh. So it's uh, it's people that can't control their emotions. Double edged sword. Back to the Oilers. If the Oilers first. were seven and two, we'd all be very happy. Oh, we'd all be having a great time. You guys, we'd still be firing Tyler. Be having got beers this. in the intermissions <laughs> <laughs> with that dude. That I've all got coming. all his paperwork all filled out here. Never. I'm just going to get Dan's signature on one thing, Rick's signature on the other, and then gotcha. Tyler is out of here. I do get to escort him out. It's as soon honor. as the podcast is uploaded and edited. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, a couple of things I want to talk about. Let's just dig into Sam's return. Um, a lot of people were just confused why it was gone. He pulled up instead of Lavoie. Then he goes in first game back. Had a great night. Crowd went bananas. You could hear his name being chanted through the TV. I was so excited. I was on the edge of my couch watching, thinking he was going to single handedly will this team into a tie game. What a performance by Sam in his first game back. First of all, it was very understandable why it was Sam and not Lavoie. Hey, I'm with you. I get it. Like, the, yeah, that's insane. I'm just reading the feedback I see, man. I don't Anyways, think it's it insane. Like, I, don't, I don't think it's insane. I wanted Lavoie called up because he's the AHL player of the week. you down to fans? Rick? Not to gatekeep you, Rick. But I am. Yeah, but he was coming in for... I'm bottom six. If he didn't score, if he didn't yeah. score his goals, then what he was going to do was play seven, eight minutes right. in the fourth player, the fourth yep. line type of role. That's where he was going to play, right? Well, in a power. Unfortunately... Power well, that's what he shouldn't have been, but the team put themselves in that position. To I don't where mind him on well, but Lavoie would have been there too. Yeah. Know? Not necessarily, not for game one. You're not. I, I, I agree. I, I give a couple there's a very big difference between somebody who has a thousand games played and zero games played. Yes. Yeah, that's fair. And now, so today, I would rather to see um, Lavoie come up rather than Ernie or Drake. But Adam, Adam Ernie learned his lesson though. <laughs> well, he learned the lesson for the entire team. And you saw it in their you saw it in their effort last night. The lesson night. is he was not an NHLer. Period. No. Nope. Sam nope. Gagne proved the bottom six can score. Back he comes. So, yeah, exactly. Sam bottom six down, fixed. Uh, Bernie comes oh, up. Yep. No. Oh, oh Sam, no. Sam got, Sam got the engine rolling. Yeah. People will Thank riot you. if Gagne goes back down at any point this season. So I too would prefer if it was Lavoie. But I so another funny thing about um, about the fan base is on Better Late Than Never on Wednesday. I said, listen, I'm guessing. I have no idea, but if I was to roadmap what I think is happening with Lavoie, I'm remembering what happened with Kyler Yamamoto a handful of years ago where he came up. I remember if it was right before New, New Year's, Year's or right after New, New Year's. Year's Eve game against New York and then he was here for the rest of the season. So I'm like, in my head, that's kind of what I'm picturing as the roadmap. Maybe. 
Yep. Yes. And Fuck with, me that I take shit on Instagram today. But if you look at the lines today, they have Gagne in the top six, right? Hell so yeah. that's probably going to make Lavoie not the call up because now you're yeah. going to be looking at the guy who's going to be there with but Ryan. Do you think again. I'm right though? It's probably going to be like somewhere around New Year's Lavoie up. Christmas time. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think they're waiting. The dream. They're waiting for a top six injury. I think. To, like, but that was the exact same yeah. thing they did that with Yamo yeah. two years ago. They did that with with uh, Vinny last year, and yeah, that's kind of just what they do. They bring up that guy. That time. Just, I took a lot of shit for it, though. Uh, I'll tell you that much. Wow, the internet was mean to you. Darn. Yeah, never seen that before. <laughs> uh, but the thing I was laughing about yesterday with Gagne is like, after he scored those two goals, can put yourself in the position of like a very casual Oilers fan. You know, like you watch some of the games, but like you only pay attention to the team kind of in the end. You'd be sitting there being like, like Gagne guy's still kicking around for us. Hey, <laughs> I, I, he was a first round pick. Yeah, he's really good. Like you probably watch him score two goals. And we're like, damn, he still he's, got it. How many? He's on pace for thirty. Let's go. Off the top of your guys' heads, how many players can you think of that have had three kicks of the can? Dennis Grubachov. With the same team, two. Yeah, he only had two. I thought, but I thought he had three. And Wanye was saying that he guessed him too. But I thought, yeah, his one was a PTO that he didn't actually play a game for us. So that's a little PTO. Yeah, you take a look for us over there. Just old grubs. Um, but outside of like other players that have no, gone only two. out of their was team, it two? Comrie was only here twice. Two other times. Peter Nedved was here twice. Sakura was here sure. twice. Was he not? Sure. Uh, no, Sakura might have been one, but Nedved was here twice. Mm. Is Sam Gagne the only? I'm sure there's another one, but. Anyways. But like for Sam also, like you could just tell looking at him how yes. pumped he was to be in an Oilers yeah. jersey again. Dude, that celebration on the second goal, like such a good human. Oh my God, I love him. So I do think that this can be a bit of a Disney story with bringing him in here. Um, he kind of gets the team going. Like, teach you how to be an Oiler, baby. Saturday or Sunday, I thought was a turnaround for us. I thought we'd play a better yep. game. Last night, I was a little bit afraid just because I know Dallas is a better team right now. Like, hell of a lot better than Calgary, that's for sure. Um, but they're just they're playing well right now. So I knew that was going to be a, a bit of a, a bit of a struggle for us. These next six, though. They're going to have to almost run it to get that back to that. What we should be. And we should be running. It. And even that still is going to be like, well, who'd you beat? Well, not well, really anybody, but so. Tomorrow, Saturday, they have a one o'clock matinee against the Preds. Have to win that one. Mm-hmm. Like, if there's a team that the Oilers have just owned, it's the Predators. If they lose tomorrow, I'm going to be all kinds of upset because even the hockey gourds are mad at us. Next up, Vancouver on Monday. That is an 8 p.m. start. That is in Vancouver. Then San Jose is on Thursday. God, like, I'm so scared. One, yeah, I'm, I'm nervous about that one. <laughs> I'm too. so scared. You want to be the team that ends up. They're going to be like minus 525 favorites on Betway. Like it's going to be like one of the. Well, I thought you were talking about their goal ever. differential by then. Oh, probably well, that too. <laughs> then they have Seattle next Saturday. Can we please pull that? Can we just make, make that a dub, please? Seattle? Yeah, because how many have we been on the road for? Three? Uh, this is the rodeo. Yeah. Rody. Now coming up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, There's uh, they're on the road here. Yeah, but like nation vacations, oh, nation road trips. Yeah, our nation. Vacations. I don't think We've we're been, at five hundred right now, are we? Oh, definitely not. We're taking, starting, and we're taking. We're out starting, the if you count down, bus though. trips, we are well yeah, under yeah. five hundred. We're starting to clean up though with flights. Our, yes, are going away. We've done okay. Yes, now, recently. So next weekend, turn it around. We will be in Seattle to watch a win. We yep. should go back and do our record for nation vacation. So I don't want to do that. That's painful to me. Well, hey, <laughs> you got to turn around just like we're going to turn around the season. You know, Nashville Rick doesn't like win. the whiteboard right now. No, I think But I'm looking at those next six games. Those are all winnable to me if the Oilers play to the level we are they're supposed to. If, yeah, if they, you, are, they are. They just got to go look, and do it now. If Theoretically. You have to go and do it. 
If you had looked at this six-game stretch before the season, you would have said, nah, the Islanders are probably the most worrisome team on there. Yeah, well, they probably. still are. So as a fans, that's the way we should be looking at it. The Oilers, on the other hand, should be looking at it like this is their Stanley Cup championship. You got to win these six games the best, of, want it. best of six. Still only gets us to five. They wanted it last night, though. They wanted it. They got yep. it. Yeah. But that's why I said, like, off the There's top. There's a big the difference pack. between these last two games and no. the previous ones. Yeah. yeah, 100%. That's why I said, like, if you looked at last night's game in a vacuum outside of the other eight, I don't think anybody's all that upset. We've yep. said that like two or three times this year already. It's just yeah, such a times. kick in the shins. But it's true, though. It is. Unfortunately, sometimes you got to turn the vacuum off and get to fucking work. Well, there's haven't. Oh, I thought that was an ad read. <laughs> I wish we had a, we a vacuum company. Now? I wish we had a vacuum company. I didn't know. You know what sucks? Not just the Oilers. Uh, the all new Roomba 5300. Yep. <laughs> and we just have one always going around the floor. Over to we the tried pot. to pitch this as Roomba office desk cleaners to Ronnie. Oh. She wouldn't listen to us. Ronnie doesn't listen to anything. Where's my beer fridge, Ronnie? Each one of those desks out there in the office could have a Roomba on top of it right now. Cleaning mm-hmm. it up. Although I do think we're getting the beer fridge. Hell yeah. I think we've won that fight. All Whoa. right. Whoa. Big All moment. Right. Big moment for Nation HQ. Everything's coming up, Millhouse. Okay. Okay. Uh, the thing I got to mention from last night, Connor Brown hurt himself skating somehow. Yeah. There is nothing more frightening than seeing a player with a history of those things suffer a non-contact injury. Like when he just crossed over and then limped, you're like, oh my God. Like remember Pacioretty last year came back like four games in, blew his knee out again. In so the they were talking game of his 10 game minimum contract. Mm-hmm. They were talking that tinfoil like hat is on like a hip flexor. Does Someone. a hip flexor keep you out until April or no? No. <laughs> so, well, someone tweeted, uh, <laughs> tweeted me and goes like on the heels of the Connor Brown being waved thing. And they go, don't worry. He waved himself. I was like, oh, that's kind of rude, but fair. <laughs> What but like it just man, horrible luck. Like Zach pulled the clip. Zach Lang pulled the clip, and you just look at it and you go, "What happened?" And then he came back to the bench and left again. You said, "Yeah, he yeah, came so back he came, to the yeah, bench." He goes to the bench, twirl. leaves automatically. Then he comes Shit. back and does a little inter- between whistle. Yeah, the little, does yeah. A spin a little spinny spin. Nah, higher chance. Yeah, so on TV they show him. They came out. He did his little turn. Goes straight to the trainer. And goes no, nah. and then back down. He went. Shit. Well, that's not good. Not great. But it does give an opportunity for somebody else to step up. Sam Gagne. We don't have a lot of those guys. There's only one. There's literally only one guy not on this roster under the the umbrella of the team that I feel confident putting in our top nine. I would argue that I might. Inc- oh, top nine. Yeah, sure. Yeah, that. Yeah, is. one. I was going to say I could see Lane Peterson being once he's healthy, yeah, he's getting recalled and like kind of, you know. But then you have like three of the same player. Well, I feel like the others have a bunch of the same player down there anyway. Right. Cause I think Sam and Derek Ryan are last night. We're talking about somebody getting chased by bees again. I haven't heard oh. that in years. <laughs> That's PTSD. That's great crazy. line by Ferrari. Though. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, the other thing worth mentioning, Philip Broberg loaned to the Bakersfield Condors today. You think that's more to do with cap issues than it is necessarily performance. Yeah. So like Yanmark's out and he obviously isn't going on LTIR, not that long term. Connor Brown now presumably out, but not long enough potentially to be LTIR. What's the LTIR? Uh, 20, What's the threshold? 20 days, 20 some days, 10, 20 some 10 days. games, 10 games or 20 some days. Yeah. Yeah. So it would be the bulk of the month of November. Right. So you don't get cap relief for them. Yeah. So the Oilers, the Oilers are unfortunately, I was way off mic there. Sorry, everybody. Uh, the Oilers are unfortunately going to have to. We have penalties for that, don't we? Yeah. We yeah. got to order the penalty. Yeah. Right. Look at that. Sorry. Oh, no. Um, 
No, I lost my train of thought. Oh, the Oilers are going to have to play a man short tomorrow against Nashville, assuming Yanmark and Brown can't go. So what would you rather do? 10 and 7 or 11 and 6? It's 11 and 6. So you flip Broberg down. He's a, he's the only D-man that doesn't need waivers. Call up whoever. He can't get here by game time? Who? Whoever. By name. Adam Ernie? The call up. Yeah, but you have to swap Broberg for someone. But like Broberg's probably not leaving the city is what you're saying. Uh, no, he might. They might. I, get I would say him. he probably ends up leaving because I think that both those injuries are yeah. going to be. Brown well, looks like it could be a, a minute. I would. But then they, I'd yeah. be surprised if either one of them play in Seattle. The only reason I don't think Connor Brown will be out a while is because they've made this Broberg move today. Like, it, you know, by now with the Brown injury, right? If it's going to be four weeks or four days. And if it was going to be four weeks, you'd LTIR him. And then you'd have money to bring someone up and keep Broberg on the roster. You don't have money to keep Brown on normal IR, keep Yanmark on normal IR and keep Broberg and call someone up. You got to move someone down. Broberg doesn't need waivers. Swap them with Ernie or Malone. Or How about the Broberg for- going down so you can get some ice time type of thing? I, I I think this is more of a cap thing. I don't think they would pull the plug on Broberg right now. I think they'd keep him up. No, it wouldn't be a pull the plug. It would be like... Putting on pause, perhaps. I don't think they're at that point yet. Well, I thought he's had some good it, games. Injuries kind of made it so you can do yeah. it. And you yeah. almost had to put him down. So you might as well leave him down there. Let him play a week's worth of games. I, or I get 10, what you're saying. Now. Whatever, I'm with three, you. Four yeah. games. Get some because he's back. definitely he's the number it. seven right now. Yeah. He's, right, the he's gripping seven. the stick. Like and Vinny's playing crazy. good, too. So like Vinny's that makes it easy. Hockey. Yeah. I think Kulak's been playing good, too. So like, yeah, there's no need. So I think he's the number seven right now. So if you're looking at the offense... We probably need that 12th forward right now more than we need the seventh defense. And like last night, even though they were technically 11 and seven, it was 11 and six last night. Broba played five minutes. Yeah. Yeah. That was a dumb decision he made. Um, like, do you find it interesting though? Cause last night Liam brought up the point on after dark against Minnesota, Evan Bouchard made three, four costly errors that wound up in the back of the net. He was getting thrown back out on the ice. Broberg did not get that same luxury. I think the difference is, and I know Liam was saying it's unfair. Like, I mean, it's professional sports. They're they're not here to Yeah, life's unfair. Yeah, like life's not fair. There's upside with Bouchard, right? When you're down a goal, like you were in Minnesota by the time the third period rolled around, Evan Bouchard has a chance to fire one home. Philip Broberg does not. So when you're down by a goal against uh, Dallas last night, yeah, you're not going to roll Philip Broberg out there because there's no offensive upside. You're going to play the guys who are the best chance of pushing the river in the right direction. And Broberg isn't one of those guys. If he's playing good, yeah, you have confidence that, okay, he can do some good things. But after that mistake, it's like, okay, yeah, we, we can't run that risk again. We can't risk going down two goals now. But I think you need some repetitions down there. Playing five to seven, eight minutes for a young kid like that is difficult. Mm-hmm. Very, very difficult. I would prefer Which is he part was of the reason down. why it's hard to bring up Lavoie. Because if you think about it, that's probably what he's supposed to be getting in that spot is seven to eight minutes. Yeah. And it's very difficult. That's to why I think it's there. the plan to not call him up until like New Year's-ish, give or take. Yeah, I, I think you're probably right. I was just doing the Twitter reaction. Right? <laughs> yeah, Twitter, Twitter reaction is, oh, you can see it. It's already like Zach wrote um, about Philip Robert being loaned to the Condors. And all it is is just like, love, 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 love. When it's Adam Ernie, people are going to be big mad. Watch it be Drake. Honestly, son of a bitch, it's working with Gagne. Bring up Kajula, right? Bring back Yak. Wanye's just been dialed in with the tweets on that stuff. It's so funny. Listen, if Gagne can come back, score two goals in his first game back, Yakupov's good for at least two. Uh, And we could finally go down to the basement a little brick and get those cognac shirts out again. Fucking right. 
It's so funny to look back at the beginning of the McDavid era and be like, oh yeah, his first games were with Benoit Pouliot and Nail Yakupov. They showed his first goal on TV last night and flying into the pile was Benoit Pouliot. I'm like, oh yeah. Do you know what we were trying to give out for drinks when they scored? Cognac. 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 So yeah, it was that and like Jack Daniels. It was, was, yeah, it was terrible. Uh, To be fair though, our fearless leader, Jay, at the NHL party we were at, was drinking straight Hennessy. Yes, he was. <laughs> Good Old. for him on Saturday. Uh, yeah, yeah. I was just like, I was looking at him like, you're an animal. Yeah. He better be bringing that Jay. He was. Well, you know, he's trip, Jay. He was rotating between Hennessy and Crown Royal with no mix. Just wow, look at. You know he's trip, Jay. I hope so. I've seen it. I've I've run into Jay a couple of nights here lately, and it's no shot, Jay. Yeah, but no shot, Jay in Edmonton. Yeah, well, I know. Yeah. Be no clothes, Jay in Seattle. That's that's exactly it. <laughs> it's gonna be no shoes dancing at the Aqua concert, Jay. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, the other thing I wanted to mention: we talked about Connor Brown, talked about Philip Broberg. I just wanted to ask you guys, what do you make of Stuart Skinner's game last night? Eight fifty-two, twenty-three saves. I don't hang a loss on Stu. Nope. Ultimately, it'd be nice to come up with another save or two, but kind of is what it is with the goaltending right now. I think our goaltending has been pretty much the exact same from game one. Nothing, nothing great, nothing terrible, but in that area of like one to three or one to five, you're getting a lot of two to fours. We've been talking a long time here, gentlemen. Dead. Oh my God. We're at 50 minutes on the pod. That's why we have got three segments. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. I'll be quick at this. Dead last in the NHL, 690 high danger save percentage. No other team in the NHL is in the 600s. Only seven other teams are even in the 700s or sorry, in the 800s. That's terrible. Stuart Skinner. Have, it's it, How many teams have two wins right now? San Jose is less. A handful you're, of teams. Well, you're just telling me how two, two wins. I, I, so it, it will get better, right? I know, but they need to start bailing the Oilers out a little bit more. Every team makes mistakes. Every team's given up high danger chances. The Oilers goalies aren't stopping enough of those chances. You can't argue numbers, so I agree. Yep. So I, I just, I, again, loss isn't on him. None of these losses have been on Stu. But he's definitely in the column of needs to be better. Mm-hmm. Dan, final thought? We're going to move yes. to ask the idiots here. That's it. Yes. 51 minutes. <laughs> 51 minutes. Tyler's panicking. Well, <laughs> didn't our opening segment take 28? Yeah. Probably. Yeah. yeah, probably too long. Delicious right. debate, though. Wendy's Liam, delicious. Sometimes but, you got to grind away. Okay, then before we get to that, we also then at some point need to step aside for a break. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hold up. What was that? 
boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Wow, great ad. That was a quick mm-hmm. one, though. Mm-hmm. Good, yep. Very, very quick. Hurry, hurry. Thanks to our friends at Greta. They are our hospitality partner for the season. You will have more events there. Go down and play some vids. You know, you're angry about the Oilers? Mario Kart. That's the answer. Always has been. We're going to do Ask the Idiots. I've got four questions here. They're pretty simple. We're going to ask the boys. Nation Dan is down to the end of the list. This is just a very simple question from Sergeant Obvious. Why are we losing games? Uh, The other team score more goals than us. Factual. Rick? We can't score any goals. Tyler? Bad luck. Uh, I'm going to say all of the above. Sergeant Obvious Obvious has to appreciate those quick answers. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, he's, he's got a timeline here, man. He's got no nonsense, Sergeant Obvious. Question number two, reversing the order. Uh, what does it say about this one from Kev? What does it say about the Oilers, given that Sam Gagne has played one game and currently ranks fifth in goal scoring? That their bottom six stinks. Rick? We can't score. That Sam Gagne is back, baby. Sam Gagne is a 40-goal man, always has been. Don't check that. Quick plug uh, for the fact that on the Tuesday episode of the pod, we guessed how many minutes Sam Gagne would play in his first game back. Uh, Dan said 6.30. Liam and BM were 7.23 and 7.30. I win. I said 9.40. I was closest. Wait, 13 minutes bit. even last 13. night. But even? Yeah. Who predicted a Stars win 4-3? to three? Was it you? This guy. Son of a bitch. Dan. Damn it, Dan. No, I'm sorry. Damn it. <laughs> uh, question number three. Rick, you're up first. Uh, this is a came in after last night's Canucks win. If the team were racking up the score, pumping goals in, how much of a lead do you need to stop celebrating? Or are there occasions that would supersede that, like getting your first NHL goal? Yeah, your first NHL goal, even if it's 10-1, I think you can have a little bit of fun with it. Probably not as much as if it was like the 2-1 goal. But I think right around the four goal lead, four or five goal lead is when you got to dial it down. Tyler? Yeah, the fifth goal, I think you can still celebrate because it's like, woo, things are going our way tonight. But then once you get the sixth, it's a little bit like, ooh, the guys on the other side are very, very bad right now. We should take it easy. Nation day. Fuck them. Put up the touchdowns and make them stop you. I don't know. Like well, We're not saying stop scoring. We're saying celebrate. celebrations. Yeah, I'm still oh, yeah. fine with celebrating. Like, who cares? You're, Me too. It's a goal in the NHL. Yakupov slides for every goal. It doesn't matter if it's 10-1 or 2-1. Let's go. So when the game was 10-0, the Sharks scored, and it was pretty clearly goalie interference. And Rick Tockett didn't challenge it. What do you make of that? Is it the polite thing to do in a 10 nothing game to say, hey, we're not slowing this down to the review? Or should he have challenged to give his guy... Challenge it, fuck was him. That well, the one, was that the one Kuzmenko hit it the head? Or was, am I thinking of another one? No, no. So it was the goal the Sharks scored to make to get oh. it. So it ruined Demko's second straight shutout. Oh. And it was late in the third. That's crazy. I saw... It was, it's an interesting debate of like... Does Two straight he, shutouts yeah. for Demko? Yeah, you got to challenge team. it for him. Yeah, I'm but at the same yeah. time, you are you are kind of kicking the or you're going for two on a yeah when you're up forty in a football game. Yeah, yeah, so it's I don't know. You challenge that. You challenge it every time. You challenge, you challenge it. That I, I guess. Yeah, and then maybe just send a message to the other coach. You're like, listen, and then you go like this to the other coach. Right, you tell the refs to do their job in the first place. Why do I have to do your job for you? Get ref. Give me some of your paycheck for doing your job for you. Because you guys are terrible at your job. Chew the ear off the ref for missing it first. Last question for our friends at Greta. This one comes in from Scott. Tyler, you're up first. Screw the Oilers Hall of Fame. Who are we putting in the Hall of Shame? 
We can put it in the departure section at EIA. Scott's answer is it's got to be Dallas Aikens. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Um, if you're thinking, I got one. I mean, are you thinking of guys who are just like legitimately terrible or just like pure <laughs> afterthoughts? Happy Bullen, maybe. He was, was not mine. good. That was mine. I didn't like, yeah, we brought him instead of Roley. They're the same age. Stupid. Both of you guys going happy Bullen? No, I'm going Brandon Manning. Yeah. Oh, that's a great answer. Great answer. Pistol Thank Pete, you. honorable mention. Nation Dan, you're up. Oh, that's. And yeah, it's such a vitriol filled thought. I wasn't going to even include this question, but we're salty today. I, it's but I such did. a nasty, angry thought. <laughs> yeah, I think. I've got a good answer, though. I'm well, go ahead. What's yours, Brandon? You know what it is? Though. Michael Nylander. Ooh, oh, good If one. you can remember, if you know, you know. His wife. He signed a contract or allegedly did with the Oilers and then reneged it eventually, uh, like almost immediately and went to Washington, I believe. Yes. Fuck Michael Nylander. Yep. But you nailed it there with the honorable mention. Take that one. Pistol That's Pete. A good call. Pistol uh, Pete. Oh, yeah. Pistol Pete's a good. Uh, yeah. But he's in the builder category. You know, it's not. Uh, he's not really a player. I think. Or did it say player? In the builder in the category. <laughs> I think I have to go. With, I have to go with. Uh, you got to go Brandon Manning. Brandon Manning's is such a good pick. That guy. Like, fuck that guy. How did that guy become an Edmonton? Well, <laughs> honorable Pete. mention Pistol Pete. Well, the builder. Well, actually, if you ask Pete, he'll say. Connor said it was okay. Injures Connor McDavid gets brought in in one of the most disappointing seasons, and then his tenure with the team ends because he was saying racial slurs with our minor league team. And it team. turned like, out what? he was scouted oh, yeah, for a while too. Yeah, it was. It had been a while of a process. So if we're making the Hall of Shame, you could put like a one body, two head situation where it's Pistol Pete and Brandon Manning yeah. sharing heads. The they go in the same class. Draft class. Mm-hmm. There you have it. <laughs> Our friends. Uh, I love the idea of it in the departures area. Ask right? the idiots. Good. For our friends at Greta. We're going to bring Kennedy in here right away for a quick round of Kennedy's quotes game. We're going to turn this up so we can all hear. And then you just, uh, we're oh. running late today, Kennedy. So just feel free to stick around for hot, cold performers. Yay. Well. Okay. Our first segment is going to be called therapy session from now on. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The delicious debate was. Uh, oh, okay. Was like, was some can you hit the um, Bluetooth button on there for me? Please, therapy session. What is that like? We're just venting. Yeah, I think Tyler laid down on the couch. It was this whole thing. Oh wow! Well, I'm firing Tyler. It's a guy on podcast. So. Oh yeah, I heard that too. We were, me and Dan were talking about coming into your show and just escorting you out. Me and asked you to escort you out. Well, I've just got to finish the paperwork. Yeah, tell him there's. he's got some work to do. Yeah, Tyler's going to finish and edit the podcast. He's going to upload it and then we'll get him right out of here. Please take the O and R sticker off your computer. No, he's too good to put an O and R sticker on his laptop. It's his own show. It's literally just his own show. Also, leave the keys to the nation truck on my desk. For our friends at Cornerstone Woo. Insurance for 90 years and four generations, Cornerstone Insurance has been Edmonton's premier boutique insurer with all the products you need. Go to cornerstoneins.ca, cornerstoneins.ca. Kennedy, you're up. Sweet. I'm excited because I won't get called out for mic etiquette because I have a mic today. Um, okay. Number one, so personally, I stabbed a guy one time, but I was only meaning to poke him. What? Stabbed a guy one time. Okay, so somebody in the room knows that they stabbed somebody. I just who committed a crime? It has to be me. It's so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> like says that yeah. disgust in his voice. Okay, okay. Nah, nah, that that was so dumb. It had to be me. Okay, number two. Say horrible things sometimes. Wouldn't you rather have a team that keeps it close to the chest rather than shit leaks? <laughs> 
stop visualizing that BM. My shit leaks all the time. <laughs> yeah, I got a problem. Let's I have a team that keeps things close to each other. Not feeling good so far. Okay. Okay. Number three. Regarded as Oilers fans from a lot of things. Okay. Number four. Don't read too much into this stuff. Number five. That's a tough one. Laminate some stuff. Oh, come on. <laughs> and number six. I fucking am. And I can't have that delivered from Calgary to Edmonton. Uh, I don't feel good about this. I don't feel good all. about any of these. I feel like I'm going for the over. I've never had an over, but I feel like today's my day. I, I, actually, overs. I think I might be okay. I, I think I might have a good read on this. Do you feel like you got yours? I can see Tyler. Was That's the only that, thing no. that matters here. No, the only thing I feel like I got my own is just because it's a ridiculous thing to say. Okay. And it's probably not me. I'm probably going to get bamboozled here. <laughs> Let's do this. Okay. Ready, boys? Okay. So number one was personally, I stabbed a guy one time, but I was only meaning to poke him. Who'd we get? BM, go for it. I said it was me because it's a ridiculous Damn. thing to say. I just yeah. assumed Liam because he's killed a guy. I have Liam too for some reason. I have BM. Well, we knew about the guy he killed. Get ready. What's going to That's why he's not here today. Yeah. I'm going to pray that this turns on. Oh, do we not have? Oh, we have to turn up one. Turn up the. Channel one. Uh, Bluetooth's on. Bluetooth's on and up. Oh, here we, go. here we go. Okay, here's the audio. And then it's a three-game suspension on top of it for the repeat offender. Kind Personally, of I stabbed a guy one time, but I was only meaning to poke him. You know yourself. You know yourself. Yes, it is. Kick kicks like Cassian was the episode. See, is it like sometimes they're so absurd? It's only me. Yeah. <laughs> so funny. Okay, number two. Wouldn't you rather have a team that keeps it close to the chest rather than shit leaks? I have Liam for that. I just Pure guess. Myself. I just guessed myself. I have me. I have Rick. Here's the audio. <laughs> they are keeping it real close <laughs> to the vest, no matter how you want to slice it. And for Wouldn't a, you rather have a team that keeps it close to the chest rather than shit leaks? I know I don't like the... Two and oh. God damn Two it. Two and oh. Like my shit leaks, but nobody does. Okay. Number three. Regarded as Oilers fans from a lot of things. I had Dan. I would have guessed myself, but in hindsight, but I guessed Rick. I have Dan. I have Dan. There's the audio. It's, I don't know. What is I like? get it. I, I get it. And it's, it, we're guarded as Oilers fans from a lot of things. And, and this is just another one of those things. Get big. You bad 1,000 right now? Three for three. Are wow, you? Oh, no. Ooh, let's go, baby. Two. two for three. Big week for Ty. Oh. Oh, God. Uh-oh. Dan Strong. Front row. Okay, number four. Don't read too much into this stuff. Liam. Liam. I have Liam. I have me. Uh, now I'm kind of regretting it, but I think it's me. Aggro <laughs> like, about it. Yeah. Yeah, Birdman wasn't happy with I don't that, know, man. Yeah. Don't read too much into this stuff. We all gaslit you into the game. Oh, and I know one of these next two's got to be Liam, and I have Liam on one of them. Ty's vibrating Come right on. now. It's the last thing I'm he does before he's fired. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He wins the quote game. Uh, he wins the quote game is the last thing he'll do. All right. Uh, okay, number five, laminate some stuff. Yeah. That's so stupid. <laughs> I have Tyler. I also said Tyler. I have Liam. Bag milk. Here's the audio. One, we got to find a fax machine. That's a problem. Staples. Okay. Liam's got it. We can make some copies while we're there. Yeah. Cool. 
Laminate some stuff. No! Oh. Oh. It's like a pitcher losing a perfect game in the eighth inning. God damn. Oh. He doesn't oh, even care. I, I so I close. Do, I heard BM's voice a little. I know. The upset. Okay. Number six. I fucking am, and I can't have that delivered from Calgary to Edmonton. Rick. I said big book. I have me. Back to Liam. Alrighty, here's the audio. Like you thinking about that shawarma you got in Calgary, and I was like, I fucking am, wow. and I can't have that delivered to Edmonton. <laughs> wow. Alrighty. Dan's yeah. always loved a shawarma, though. I should have known. That's true. That's a good line. Okay, how'd everybody do? Three, two, over. Whoa. Whoa. Wow. Uh, four for me. Yay. Tyler's the big well winner. Uh, we will print day. off the results and put them in his farewell package. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Congrats. Thanks, guys. Thanks Kennedy, for playing. Feel free to stick Kennedy. around for hot and cold performers. Yay. Prep yeah. yourself. Okay. For our friends at Alberta Blue Cross. If there's one thing better than talking about old memories, it's making new ones. And thankfully, we're going to be doing that next weekend when we go down to Seattle for a nation vacation. Alberta Blue Cross Travel Insurance protects your memories and more. Wherever travel takes you, visit ab.bluecross.ca forward slash travel for more information. Looking forward to getting down on a nation vacation, getting out of the city. Here's hoping that the Oilers also join us on a happy trip. I think so. All right. You back on the bandwagon? Well, you weren't off. Never been off. But you were salty up at the salty, front. Salty, very salty. He had his captain's hat on and he was pointing at people for not Sit sitting. down, put your seatbelts on, stop yep. talking. I'll turn this thing around. I swear to God, I will. Uh-huh. Take it back to Winnipeg. Turns the music up really loud. Yeah, I see that. Can't hear anybody else's noise. Yep. That was my bus driver. He used to do in elementary. Or just abs- after a loss, just dead silence. Sometimes it just hits different. Dead silence, like the nation bus trip back from Calgary. Yeah. yeah. That's silence. Yeah. All you hear is the... Hands going in a Doritos bag. <laughs> Unless Lisa Evans there. She's trying to give each other, everybody her ruffles that no one wants. Yeah, nobody wants. Those things went around the house and came back with more ruffles in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, everybody. We're going to start off with our veggies here. Cold performers of the week. Kennedy, you are sitting in. I'm putting you on the spot for Alberta Blue Cross. Your cold performer of the week. The only thing I can think of is uh, I've been looking at a computer screen all week. So I just had to start wearing my glasses again, which has been really annoying to me. Usually I don't have to. <laughs> so I guess uh, eyesight, cold performer of the week. I hate it. I'm upset. Who needs it? Damn eyes. I don't want to see. Like, I don't want to look at things. Like, unless you're Leon Dreisettle. That's it. Fair enough. Mm. I mean, what? Yeah. So, mm. Poor Oscar. I couldn't even. Like, <laughs> the Oilers just wait. Just ruining my morning routine, by the way. Normally, I wake up, have a coffee, get myself going, sit, settle down at my desk. I turn on Sports Center. Nope. Mm. Cannot watch Sports nope. Center right now. Refuse to. Mm-hmm. Nope. Cannot. Tyler, you're up next for our friends at Alberta Blue Cross, your cold performer of the week. My cold performer of the week is going to the San Jose Sharks. They might become the worst team in NHL history. I know we've done this debate with a few different teams over the last number of years, but like, dude, they suck, suck, suck. Sharks. No, God! No, God, please, no! 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 I get it. How about the the Sharks putting out wrong stats this morning and Gregor correcting them? Really? Yeah, they said he had his, that was his 300th game. It isn't. He's like eight short. Who that? Uh, David Quinn. Jason or uh, Noah? 
Jason oh. Greger called out the Sharks. Oh, for oh, two Gregers, yeah. I Jason Greger, yeah, no, he's, yeah, got, a, he's got a vendetta against the Sharks. Our he's going to hammer them. Yeah, he got, got him. Eight games. Eight games? That's yeah. like a, that's a big number. Just yep. a bit outside. Yeah. Yep. You're up next. Your Alberta Blue Cross Cold Performance Week. Well, I think it's pretty obvious, and it's the reason why we have every loss up until last night is Adam Ernie. <laughs> Boy, that escalated quickly. Poor Adam Ernie taking all kinds of shrapnel everywhere. Nation Dan, you're up next. Your Alberta Blue Cross Cold Performer of the Week. Well, it only took uh, nine games for most teams. Didn't even make it to ten. Uh, but the referees have just stopped calling certain things that they were calling earlier in the season. Remember when players had to go to the bench when they lost their helmets? Now the others were a benefit of it last night when Zach Hyman didn't. But then... Stuart Skinner has his helmet removed by the other team and no penalty called. So uh, it took 10 games this year, but the referees have stopped calling penalties. That's going to be my cold performer of the week. They are just fucking ass right now. I love that button. (laughs) That brings me much joy listening to it. Aggression. My Alberta Blue Cross cold performer of the week is whatever this curse is that is preventing Warren Fogle from scoring on a breakaway. It is no longer entertaining to me to watch. I just look at him. He flies by Miro Heiskanen last night and you go, mm. holy shit, he's boogieing. And I'm like, oh, he's in alone. Never mind. <laughs> Why are you the way that you are? I hate so much about the things that you choose to be. Sometimes life feels like a Warren Fogle breakaway. Am I right? <laughs> That's a T-shirt right there. Yeah. Oh, man. Warren Fogel is all of us. I just want him to score. Try as we so might, bad. we right. just can't score. <laughs> <laughs> the deadpan look I on your face. I love the deadpan silence. All right, oh. let's end off the podcast on a positive note. Reversing the order, Nation Dan, you're up first. Your Alberta Blue Cross hot performer of the week. Uh, well, I was able to host uh, one of our former German travelers uh, this week for the Heritage Classic, and it's my hot performer of the week is just going to go to all the Edmontonians that interacted with Philip again. Uh, Philip is the friend that's visiting from Germany this time, but every time Edmontonians are introduced to somebody that's visiting this wonderful city, uh, undefeated in going above and beyond, you know, whether it's introducing them to something new, giving them, you know, the season ticket holder tour that Philip was able to go on. Just wonderful little things all the way through. Discounts at every store, every other store that he went to. Wonderful stuff. So Edmontonians, you get my hot performer of the week. He's a hot guy. Thank you, Bob Cole. Rick, you're up next. You're Alberta Blue Cross. Hot performer of the week. Well, I wasn't here on Tuesday to uh, scream about it. So we'll just give it to the big man, number 73, for his first goal of his career. They've done studies, you know, 60% of the time, it works every time. That doesn't make sense. And his Halloween costume. <laughs> Honorary mention to Vinny. Uh, Tyler, you are up next. Your Alberta Blue Cross hot from the week. Teams, players, and leagues taking neck protection more seriously after the tragic passing of Adam Johnson. You see the Penguins all start, or a bunch of Penguins starting to wear it. And TJ Oshie, who runs his own company that makes uh, Kevlar cut-proof neck guards and wrist guards. And his company is now sold out of shirts. So shout out to everyone taking neck protection more seriously. I like this right here. Kennedy, you're up next. You're Alberta Blue Cross. Hop from the week. Uh, Oscar Clefbaum. He liked my I Miss You post on the Owen account yesterday. So uh, shout out to him. Miss him a lot. Cash money. We could use you, Oscar. Mm-hmm. Descend from the rafters, please. Could use it. Mm-hmm. Or you can just walk out the with the rest of the team. You don't have to come down that way. <laughs> I'm I'll still. Take I'll way. take it. He can hop over the boards for all like like I'm over a, the glass. I'm a wrestling fan, so I have a little PTSD over that. <laughs> I've seen him play pickleball. He can build a house. He can play on the blue line. That's right. Let's go. You tell him this. I am. Mm-hmm. I'm going to. 
Kennedy's going to be sending him DMs as soon as she escorts Tyler out after being fired. Mm-hmm. My hot performer of the week. I can't believe this is just on the table for me. Sam Gagne coming back to the Oilers third tour of duty scored two huge goals last night in the third period and almost single handedly dragged the team back into the game. Sam Gagne, you belong here, friend, and I'm happy to see you. I missed you. Woo! Friday, baby. Yeah, let's celebrate Friday. Woo! That's how we'll end the off the best. podcast. <laughs> really ripped through the last third of this podcast. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> really nice. efficient. Score predictions. I want to hear from you guys on a couple of different things. Oh, Kenny, I want to ask you. Oh, last okay. night, Oilers bad or bad luck? Bad luck. I'm going with bad luck. I want to hear from you. Owen Radio Podcast, Twitter, and Instagram. That's where we're going to wrap up the podcast. Have a great weekend, everybody. Oh, hang on. Whew. Score prediction tomorrow. Nashville Predators. Dan, go. Six to one Edmonton Oilers. Five one oil. Tyler. 4-1 oil. 6-2. Six, 4-2 six, two. Two win coming your way. Bet on it. There you go. Have a great weekend, everybody. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mm. 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 Mm